you gotta see that naked unicorn over there. Ow, I'm so naked. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city, and this is Jam Hot. Welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast, hosted by Jason Sorotin. Hello and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, and today my special guest is the owner and founder of Lenshead Media, David Ross. And today we're going to be speaking about Studio B. You might have heard the last podcast. We talked a little bit about Studio A and the facility and all that jazz. And today, David, you're going to take us through uh, studio B, which I always consider your green screen studio or your photography studio. Is that how you look at it? Uh, I do. And you could do both and you can also, you can change the color. I mean, honestly, it's, it's always usually green, but like, you know, studio A is our white psych and studio B is our green psych. But realistically, if you guys need to, you can always paint it blue or. Well, let's talk about like some of the things. So you, you have had it sprayed with K13, correct? That is correct. Yep. Studio A and B have both been sprayed with uh, K13. And what is K13 for all the neophytes out there who don't know what that is? Well, it really helps soundproofing. You know, it really helps insulating. So like, and when we were in there, just the reverb alone just was, I wasn't sure how I could make, stu- you know, make it into a studio. At first I was kind of nervous, but then of course you can do acoustic paneling and all that things. And I think K13 just really like, you know, on the ceiling, we did like about two coats of it and it just really just helped out, you know, helped out the sound a lot so we can actually um, basically be a soundproof studio essentially. Yeah. What's cool about it is K13 is like a spray on insulation. And so they spray it all over the ceilings. It, you can get it in different colors. David, I believe you have black, right? I do actually. And it, it was more expensive to get it colored, but if you don't, it's just this weird kind of like a grayish flipper color. And it's just not that, not that good looking. Yeah. Not, not as, not as sexy as black. <laughs> David's office is very sleek and sexy. It's got, it's got a good uh, curb appeal to it. So let's talk a little bit about power. It's something that we didn't hear a lot about in the last episode. And we actually got a few people who called up and asked about, you know, the power situation at Lenshead. Can you tell us about the power situation there? Oh, yeah, definitely. So we have about 400 amps uh, going through a three-phase electrical power you know, in each studio. So like if you ever really, I mean, everybody that comes to us, we always do it basically, I would say 80% or 70% LED. But like if you ever need a 10K or, you know, we've had some of those, you know, 2K lights, old, you know, Mull Richardson lights and stuff like that. So, but we can, we can do that. We, you know, I think the most we've ever done is, um, we had somebody come in there with like a whole 10K, like an old school one. And I was kind of freaking out, but it worked, you know, and it's, uh, we just, we have enough power to power. Basically you want like a bunch of MT, M18s to like RE sky panels to like old school Mull Richardson's, you know, we basically can power anything. That's awesome. I really love um, Studio B for photography. To me, it's got the perfect dimensions. What are the dimensions of Studio B? Well, Studio B is to me is like a kind of like a private, you know, kind of setting too. It's more just like kind of like a lot of people I think want to shoot in Studio A, but they like Studio B more. And so dimensions I would say are like they're thirty uh, feet in length, where other studios forty. And it's the same thing. It's about 20, uh, 25 feet in width. So like all the way from the door, if you stand the actual bay door, 
and you're looking directly at the, the wall, about 25 feet from it. And then, of course, the grid, once again, is 13 feet in height. And, um, yeah, so that's... Yeah, that's, that's a nice-sized studio, especially for, like, a fashion photo shoot or headshots or, I mean, anything, really. A lot of people shoot much smaller studios. I just think of it as an intimate space where you're you know, doing a more intimate scene, but sometimes just utilitarian and it's always painted green, which is really, really nice. Now you can have it painted, obviously any color that you want. David, what do you guys have in terms of, um, like green rooms, makeup rooms? Do you guys have that stuff? Yeah, we actually have both. We have, we, we have two, uh, we, well, it's the way we want to look at it. I look at it as we have one green room and one makeup room because the makeup room does have, you know, we have two sinks in the makeup room and, and both of them also have, this amazing mirror. I know it's kind of stupid to talk about, but it's just like basically an eight foot mirror, you know, and it's like encompasses the corner of each of the room's walls. And it's kind of neat. It's kind of like if you're changing an outfit, so you, know, you can really see yourself. Well, and, just, and they have built in lights, which is really nice. That too. Yeah. Cause we pride ourselves on like, we, you know, I've been to enough studios to see the makeup rooms and that's just like lighting is very important. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So definitely a green room as well. And I, I was, I think I was telling you about it recently. We had about nine or ten people in there comfortably, and I was shocked. But we wow, had this, comfortably, comfortably, they were Holy actually cow. yeah. We have a nice couch in there, and just um, a bunch of seats, and just people make themselves at home in it, and they really like it. Um, the 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 back of the house. So the studios are divided by like a hallway, and then um, so the 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 green rooms and the makeup rooms are all in that hallway where it's divided by. Now. If, if I'm running a production where sound is really critical, is it best for me to rent out both studios? Because a lot of times people will, you'll go into a studio and it's really easy to hear the other people, which is fine. I just think people need to know so they can rent out both studios for staging and what have you. Right. Well, that, you know, that's a great thing you brought up because, you know, we, we did. So we had one company come in and they scheduled actually a day in Studio A. Then we had another company come in and schedule a dance studio B, and it was the same day. And it was just like, I wanted to try it out. And um, the first time, it did not really work well. Studio A did hear some of Studio B's, but we worked on some of um, some of the soundproofing issues. And uh, we got some door stoppers. We, we insulated some stuff. And afterwards, now we just tell them. And we, we tried it again recently. And honestly, you know, you can have two shoots simultaneously because we had a... Um, we had testimonials in Studio B while they were doing a rap music video in Studio A. Wow. So it, it is doable as long as both parties are aware. Yeah, you can't. It, it's a situation where you can't do it blindly. Exactly. And, and I, I think it's cool to offer up the rental of both. And and the great thing is, too, is if we're doing a, a production with uh, where we're using Lenshead Studios, we can stage people over here at ECG and then quickly walk them over to Lenshead to do the shoot, uh, which is really nice. Um, and we did the opposite the other day. I have another company in the same uh, uh, office park and we had a shoot for that company and we used David's studio to stage. So it's just great having all of these businesses so close together that are working in this creative community, trying to do things in, together and not, you know, trying to fight each other like we're competitors because there's so much room in the space for us all to thrive and be successful. And I think a lot of people in the space haven't really understood that about our relationship. And so, you know, what better time than now to talk about it? I mean, the thing is, is that if we're working in a community together and we're all trying to do great things, 
got to work as a team. There's nothing weird about it, right? Would you say that we're like competitors? No, I definitely, I, I never even look at that. And, and the thing is, is like, we're all trying to get to the same spot. We all want to, we all want to make movies. We all want to be successful. There's no reason why we just can't help each other out. I mean, there, there is always going to be that game of competitiveness, but it doesn't need to be like... It can be positive. It can be definitely positive. It doesn't need to be negative at all. Well, and there's so much video going on. Like, I don't want to do movies. We did that. It was really, really hard. Unless you got $10 million, I'm not interested in doing a movie. Exactly. So it's perfect. There's so much things that... Different things that people are good at. David's really passionate about cars. I love cars too, but David's studio is set up to do it. Um, and we can run the production, take it over there, or David can run the production... It's really collaborative because there's so much video work going around. And especially, I think, you know, you know, the date of us recording this, uh, what is today? Today is March, March 2nd. 2nd and the coronavirus hasn't fully taken over. So maybe by the time that this airs, we'll be in full pandemic. I think that video is going to help stop the spread of the coronavirus because I think People are going to be able to have virtual sales meetings. They're going to be able to do all their communications through video and we can cut down on the amount of travel. Do you have an opinion about that? Have you thought about it? No, I never actually thought like that way, but I guess we could. I mean, technically we, we don't have to leave the house ever anyways. I mean, I order Amazon and Whole Foods comes to my house. So, I mean, exactly. Like <laughs> I guess the only people who are fucked by the coronavirus are the people who are working in Amazon because <laughs> you can't go to the store. I mean, there's going to be all sorts of, of, of interesting things, but I, I think video in general as a whole, right? You're looking at a, a space that where video conferencing is so available to everybody. And then you have the ability to do virtual sales things. So let's say you're Hewlett Packard who has an office here in Atlanta or outside of Atlanta, and you want to have a sales meeting, but you can't get everybody together for the coronavirus, have them over to our studios, right? Film your sales guys, giving a presentation, do a live uplink or film it and send it out to everybody. There's always way, ways to turn a negative into a positive even if it's the coronavirus just want to put that out there now back to studio b i just want to say one thing though this is also coming from the person who wanted to get the coronavirus well i only wanted to be the first person to get the coronavirus and because what was it because i could make a book called i am the outbreak monkey and be the one who kind of uh, uh, writes a book about it, makes money off of my tale, my harrowing tale of surviving the coronavirus. Because if I get it, when I get it, I will beat it, Corona. I will beat the coronavirus. What if we did a documentary and we had you and I go out to China and we injected you of coronavirus and I just well, watched you go through why the not stages? Just, why not just have somebody <laughs> cough on me? I mean, really. I was talking, uh, there, this is a whole other con conversation. We'll do a separate coronavirus sure, sure. in video podcast. So back to Studio B. Let's talk about some of the cool things that can be shot in Studio B. Now, Studio B has a roll-up door for a drive-in, too. It does. Now, so if, even if you want, you can film multiple cars. So let's say Mercedes, which is located literally 10 minutes from our offices. So Mercedes, if any of you are listening... Not shooting with us just doesn't make any sense. Bring all of your cars here. We can do two cars at the same time. We can spin them around. You can have luxurious environment for your executives to sit and watch feeds. So anybody can bring in the cars. They can get washed in, in, in A, right? Correct. 
Now they would have to be wheeled or driven to B. Correct. And then probably the tires retouched up, right? Right. And and, and we, we, we normally have we do we've done some shoots in Studio B. We actually had like a McLaren and a few other ones. Um it it is it is fun, but it is like Studio A is, is a lot better for the cars, but the only, only difference is the wheels. It's got to tighten up, you know, wash off the, the rims a little bit more. And yeah, because you can't you can't go right from the wash bay to the studio. A is cool because literally the wash bay is right next to it. Um, and so you can get right in. B, B is great, but you just got to go on the outside. It, and the one thing I guess I want to make clear, too, is when we say there's no ramp, you know, it, it's like not trying to name any other studios out there, but it's just like a lot of studios have ramps to get into the actual facility. And sometimes when you're moving in a car as low as an I eight or a four fifty, you know, four four five eight Ferrari, it's um it's very difficult because they'll bottom out, you know, and, and you'll scratch up the car and these cars are worth a lot of money and it's just like sometimes it's not ours, sometimes it's the clients. Yep. Or and, and we, we just gotta be careful with it. So not having any ramp at all means like literally you can just drive right in and there there's no like your car could stay on the ground and be fine. Yeah, so Studio C, what we're calling it, which is the ECG studio, we have a huge ramp that leads up to it. Most exotic cars are going to bottom out when they hit that ramp. And it's just not, pardon me, it's just not going to work. So uh, using David's studio for that, the Lenshead Media Studios, is is really where it's at. Um, am I missing, are we missing anything about the advantages of Studio B other than it's a gorgeous place to shoot? And convenient. I think a lot of people, I almost knocked over my glass for the, the second, second time, time. <laughs> uh, during this single podcast. Uh, but it, what what people don't think about a lot is location, right? Where our businesses are located is at the cross section of 285, 400, and 75. Like you could not be in a better spot. So getting here is really convenient, especially if you're Mercedes, because we're right down the street. Can you tell I, I'd really like Mercedes to do can, a deal with you and come tell. in? No, and definitely. we've done a lot of videos with Mercedes, but doing the car tours on a regular basis and, awesome. and getting those folks in and, and developing a relationship with a manufacturer who we really love and respect their their products, because who doesn't love a good G-Wagon or an AMG? I mean, they're just True. so beautiful they are. <laughs> and fast. It's really great. David, thank you so much for spending the time with me today to talk about the amenities and everything that Studio B at Lenshead Media has to offer. Really appreciate it. If you want to see the studio, there are pictures on the ECG Productions website and there are pictures on the Lenshead Media website. If you'd like to book, hit up Jason at uh, or sorry, hit up info at ecgprod.com or hit up David at lensheadmedia.com. Thank you, everybody. For the next time, we'll be talking about Studio C, which is ECG Productions drive-in studio over here at our facility. We'll see you next time. Ow, I'm so naked. <laughs>